everyone. Welcome back to What the Flight Radio, a podcast for in-flight crew, frequent flyers, and anyone that gives a (laughs) about aviation and travel. Happy What the Flight Wednesdays, flight fam. So happy to be here with you once again. What is up, you guys? I hope you had an amazing holiday weekend. Honestly, was living through some people's posts on Instagram with all the shows, all the festivals going on. Day Trip LA looked so dope regardless of the move to the NAS Center or NOS Center. Still can't figure out what what that is actually called, but looked so sick. Elenium's trilogy. I had some people on my flight back from Vegas that I was working Uh, There's just so many shows that were going on in New York, everywhere. It looked so sick. So I really hope that my friends that are tuning in uh, had a great holiday weekend or whatever you decided to do. If it wasn't a show or festival, really hope that you had a great weekend with family and friends. Or I hope you made that money like me. You know what I'm saying? Made that money. All right. Well, it is so great to see the United States starting to open back up again obviously with that little intro it almost feels surreal but yes I do want to just thank you for being here once again for what the flight Wednesdays if you're new here thanks so much for checking this show out my name is Jess I'm a flight attendant for a major U.S. airline and this podcast is brought to you in part by my brand living by the f-word if you're into flying festivals fashion food fitness fine art and you live your life with a fulfill it yourself mentality, you are in fact living by the F word with me and you are an F word lover. So feel free to add me on social platforms. You can add me on the podcast account, which is at WT Flight Radio across all social networks. Or you can also add my brand account, which is at living by the dot F word on Instagram and TikTok and at living by the F word basically everywhere else. This week, well, we had a reroute in the flight plans. So this week we are going to be talking about healthy meal prep ideas for flight attendants. Of course, these meals can be useful to any of my listeners out there that are looking to have a healthier routine or just have some, want some new ideas in regards to food prep for your work week. So first, let's dive into our aviation lingo segment and then we'll get into the episode. All right, so for aviation lingo, this week's aviation lingo may be a little more well-known to some listeners outside of the aviation industry, and that is because it's a common expression, in my opinion. This week's term is legs, and no, I'm not talking about flight attendant legs because there are actually some social media accounts all about that. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, you just saw my face, but... Yes, there are actually accounts for flight attendant feet and legs. Some people have some fetishes fetishes out there. All right, so a leg is another term for a flight segment. So typically each day you will hear a flight attendant say something like, it's a long day, I have three legs. Or if they have a really easy day, they will say something like, I just have one leg today and then I lay over. It's basically just another word for how many flights we're flying in a particular day. So that was a very short and sweet segment for today. Let's take flight into this episode. (laughs) 
All right, friends, let's talk discipline and how to be prepared food-wise for work trips. Or if you're not a flight attendant, you will now learn what types of foods I try to bring with me on my trips. So basically, there are a couple reasons as to why I wanted to talk about this topic today in regards to meal prepping for work trips. First reason is because, if I'm being honest, the original topic I wanted to talk about, which I am still going to talk about, hopefully in next week's episode, uh, basically, I just couldn't get the outline for the show done in time. I'm just basically wanting to be really prepared for that episode. And you'll see why when you figure out what the topic is next week. But it's just going to be one of those episodes where I really need to have my shit together. <laughs> and I thought that, you know, I don't want to really miss a single detail. And truthfully, I felt like I couldn't execute that topic how I wanted to for this week because I'm currently in between two very productive four-day work trips. And by productive, I mean there's a lot of flying going on where I'm stuck on an airplane most of the day or I'm at an airport, but I don't have as much downtime. Like it's very short layovers with just like one big layover. Um, But honestly, I'm feeling really good about going back to flying. I'm not complaining at all. I'm just saying that I don't have as much downtime to script the episodes, but my last trip was so amazing. I had an amazing crew. It always makes it better when you have an amazing crew. Just makes the whole trip, especially a four-day or a three-day or any type of multi-day trip, makes it smooth. So I had an amazing layover too. I got to film a YouTube video, which felt so good because I'm so behind on YouTube. It's been almost a month since I posted over there. Um, I got to catch up with my Burning Man campmate Sharky, and that was amazing. And the next trip that I have, which is coming up the day that this is going to be released, I also have more plans to catch up with another friend on the layover for this trip. So yeah, with that being said, I have two days off and I need to get this episode recorded, edited, and the video done in addition to unpacking my bags, doing laundry, repacking, meal prepping again, and trying to do all the other little things around my house before leaving again. So that is where the meal prepping idea came from and came into play basically, because truthfully, this is going to be more of like a freestyle show where I basically just have the food that I bring with me on trips bullet pointed, And I'm going to talk about them. So yeah, I am hoping it will be on the shorter side. And I'm actually thinking for the rest of summer flying, because right now we are in peak summer flying. And you guys, trust me, the airports are back. It is bumping in these airports and these flights are full. So travel is back, at least in the United States for now. But um, I'm really thinking that for the rest of summer flying, I might have to alternate having longer episodes with shorter ones just because I'm not sure that I could actually keep up with the prep of all the longer episodes. I'm trying to enjoy my work trips and I'm trying to enjoy my home life and I'm trying to have more of like a work lifestyle, home life balance going on and I want to feel in harmony with everything. You know, it's better known as being in flow. That's what people call it. So I'm just wanting to be more in flow where things aren't feeling forced and I have enough time to do all the content I want to do. And yeah, I'm in search of having that feeling with my mind, body and soul with my lifestyle and home life. Yeah. So there's actually another content creator Vibe with age. She does alternating episodes on her podcast where she basically has like a mini episode every it's biweekly and then 
she has like lengthier interviews in between. So I'm feeling really inspired by her lately. And I'm thinking I might do that just because for summer flying, it really might be difficult for me to have longer episodes every single week, especially ones that are super informational that I like to prep out and plan for you. All right, so the second reason for this topic is because in addition to it hopefully being a free-flowing episode with not much planning involved to make it work, I still feel like it's a topic that's extremely helpful and extremely useful, especially for new hire flight attendants or for anyone that is looking to save money when flying or even if you want to save money at home. Meal prepping really allows you to live a disciplined life both on and off the plane, and it helps you save money for sure. You will hear me say save money a lot in this episode, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, this is also for anyone looking to change their diet or way of life on trips or at home, which currently is me because now that I'm getting back into working, I'm getting back into the gyms on my layovers, which is awesome. I'm wanting to get my fitness lifestyle back and feel good about my body and what I'm putting into it. So regardless of having a sweet tooth, I have that sweet tooth, you guys. I just cannot get rid of it. I love sweets. I don't know what it is. I always want dessert. (laughs) But yeah, I'm constantly trying to just get back into a healthy eating routine. And so that's another reason why I want to do this episode. And lastly, more reasons why I'm sure you guys are like, we'll just get into it. (laughs) But the last reason why I wanted to talk about this was because I feel like I'm always getting complimented on how good my food looks or I'm asked about it by other flight crew. They basically are like, wow, that looks really good. What is that? And truthfully, if you just dedicate a few hours to meal prepping, it just can be a huge difference and a big matter as far as saving versus blowing a lot of money. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's very easy to be lazy and not want to meal prep food for trips, but I have never really been like that because the amount of money you can drop on food if you don't meal prep is absolutely insane. So if you think about it, the airports and hotels where flight attendants are living, basically, because we work on airplanes, we are staying at hotels, and we are gone for days on end, they are extremely overpriced. Extremely overpriced. Everyone knows that. The prices are spiked. So let me just give you an example. On my last trip, I bought one meal, just one. The rest of the four-day trip, I ate only the food that I brought with me, with the exception of dinner that my friend Sharky bought for me. Thank you, Sharky. It was so fun, that layover. But with the exception of the one meal that I bought, which was a breakfast burrito, one banana, and a medium coffee, it was $13. And that was with my airline employee discount, because we do get discounts. Now, let's just say that on average, it's $15 a meal because most lunch and dinner meals are at least that. Let's multiply that by three meals a day for a four-day trip. We are talking about basically like $200. Now, that's just one trip, which is so insane. Now, imagine if you have four trips minimum. Four trips minimum, that's almost $800 for the month if you are not meal prepping and buying food. It's just insanity to me. So I personally have always brought food, but it's shockingly the opposite for most people. I'm actually blown away by the amount of people that don't because it's really the main way to save money in this industry. 
So yeah, I usually only try to spend money on one meal if I can, if I'm going out with a friend or something like that, or if I'm in a city or place that has a specific food that is known for that region, that like is an absolute must, you know, you know what I mean? Like if you're in the South, you want to get oysters or fried oysters or jambalaya or something, you know, depending on if you're like in NOLA or something, or if you're in Boston or Portland, Maine, you want seafood. You get what I'm saying. If you're somewhere where it's something specific that you absolutely should be getting because you're there, then go for it. I'm not saying don't splurge a little bit, but for the most part, I try to bring a lot of food, especially for on the planes as well. So, I mean, yes, definitely go out and enjoy yourself on some layovers. I do think it's one of the best parts of being a flight attendant is the fact that we can have lunch or dinner with friends in other cities and go to all the great places that have great food and all that. All right. So here are the top three reasons why you should meal prep. Number one, know what you are putting into your body. I think that's really important. If you're cooking it, if you're prepping it, you know what you're putting into your body. Number two, you're sticking to a diet, especially if you're on one. And number three, you save money and lots of it. (laughs) So lots of times we do get crew meals if we are scheduled to have multiple legs in a day with no time in between to get food. But I try so hard not to eat the crew meals on with the airplane food. I I just would rather know what I'm eating and know what I made and know that it's healthy. And... I also have the type of body that blows up if I eat anything, and that's what happened over quarantine. So I'm trying to get fit and back into my little black dress for my uniform, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I just prefer to bring my own food and try not to eat the crew meals if I don't have to. But it's really hard. Sometimes it's just easier. Like, you know, this last trip even, like the first day, we had three legs and it ended up being like a 15 hour day because each flight was delayed. And by the end of it, I just, I ended up eating a crew meal because it was already hot instead of heating up my food because sometimes it's just like convenience like that, but that is what will also get you. So just be mindful of that. If you're bringing food, try to eat your food. All right, let's dive into some of the things that I like to bring with me on work trips. And I'm going to link my Pinterest board with all the recipes that I follow in the show notes to give credit to the food blogs where credit is due because I basically have some of these recipes memorized. I really feel like they're staples for me on work trips, a lot of these. So if it's something that is specific that you'll need a recipe for, you can go check out my Pinterest board. I also have these divided into breakfast, main, sides, snacks, and drinks. And like I said, trying to make this kind of like a mini episode. So I will touch upon a few things a little bit more elaborate than the others. But for the most part, just going to be kind of telling you what I bring. All right. So for breakfast, oatmeal with nuts and fruit. This is huge for me. I eat this at home. I eat this on the plane. I just bring regular oats, plain oats, and I add water. Some people add milk, but sometimes it's a little harder to have milk on the plane. We do have cream for coffee, but it's like fake cream. It's I don't know. It's not real. So I usually just use water. I've always used water even at home. 
And I usually bring something like a banana or I bring strawberries or blueberries. And then I have a bag of almonds that I sprinkle in there. And if I can't have honey like I normally do, I'll just sprinkle like a stevia packet or some type of sweetener in there and I mix it all up. And it's really filling breakfast. Something else you could do if you don't have time to heat up the oats is overnight oats. Usually the recipe is right on the box of oatmeal or whatever type of oatmeal you have, especially if you have the plain oats. Uh, What are they called? They're not steel cut oats that I use. I forget what they're actually called, but just regular plain oats, like not the prepackaged stuff, not the instant stuff. Quaker oats. That's what it's called. That's the brand Quaker oats. But They usually have a recipe for overnight oats, which you can make cold, where you just put in like a half a cup of oats and some almond milk and sliced bananas and peanut butter and chia seeds. And they have all different types of recipes that you can use. So that's another option if you want to meal prep it the night before, stick it in the fridge, and then you could just eat it. But it is a cold dish, so some people don't like it. I remember one time when I made it, my mom was like, ew, it's cold. (laughs) Yes, it's cold, but it's still yummy. Uh, Also, I like to do Greek yogurt. Now, just plain Greek yogurt, and what I like to do is put my own toppings in it. So I usually put vanilla extract, cinnamon, almonds. You could also put fruit in there, but if you mix it all up with honey and then you freeze it, then that also kind of doubles as more ice that keeps your food cold. So that's just a little tip. Up next, I have banana zucchini protein muffins. These things are fucking bomb, okay? I have this mess recipe. I cannot talk today. I have this recipe basically memorized. That's why I said recipe because I was trying to say recipe and memorized at the same time. This is so good. And I call them protein muffins because I do add protein powder to them. I usually add chopped walnuts and protein powder to them, but you could add whatever type of add-ons you like. If you like chocolate chips and you want some of that like bittersweet chocolate in them, you can. But basically what it is, is mushed up bananas, shredded zucchini, which makes the muffins really moist. The the base of the muffin is made with Quaker oats, so it's a very healthy recipe. There's a fourth a cup of maple syrup in there, and I think like a fourth a cup of peanut butter. So for the most part, it makes 24 muffins, so really there's not that much sweetener, and it's basically natural sweetener since it's real maple syrup that you're using. And then I add vanilla protein and I will get into the protein I use later on with drinks but basically it is just so delicious and then I chop up walnuts and you guys these are the best they're good for snacks they're good for breakfast like they're they're just so good I am obsessed and I actually just ordered more protein on Amazon so that I could start making them again they are so good all right I went on a tangent on that one spinach and feta quiche now I haven't made this one in so long but the crust for this quiche is made with sweet potatoes so you basically thinly slice sweet potatoes you put that in the bottom of your dish and then it's like an egg with spinach and feta mixture so good it's so yummy just another breakfast idea of course you could just bring fruit like bananas, strawberry, blueberries, and grapes. Now just be mindful with things like fruits and salads and veggies. Something about being up in the air, it turns really fast. So usually you have to kind of eat those within your first couple days, I would say, or try to like buy a banana at a hotel or an airport store or something like that, or like a convenience store. 
not at a hotel because you'll save more money that way. But basically, if you could get a banana for later on in the trip and use like your strawberries and blueberries and stuff in the beginning of the trip, it's probably a good idea. I also have peanut butter oatmeal bites. So I haven't tried this recipe yet, but I do have it on my Pinterest board. As you can tell, I like oatmeal. So if you are not an oatmeal person, not sure if any of these suggestions are good for you, but the reason why I got into oatmeal was because when I first started lifting weights, I knew that I needed good carbs. And good carbs are things like Quaker oats, sweet potato. You'll hear sweet potato a lot in a lot of my recipes too. Um, you could, of course, have like whole wheat toast, but I usually try to cut pasta and carbs out. So those are like some good proteins. Avocado is a good fatty protein, things like that. All right, up next for main meal, I have grilled chicken. So this is really simple. I usually buy a bunch of chicken and freeze it, and then I just have it for when I need it. I defrost it when I need it, and then I just grill it. An alternative to that, which I'll say at the end for some tips, like if you don't really have time to watch it, is you could just put it on a baking sheet in the oven and cook it for 25 minutes. So if you don't have time to actually be watching it on the grill or if it's winter time that you're watching this, not the summer, you could always bake it in the oven. I do that as well. Same thing goes for grilled salmon or mahi. I'm a huge fish person, so I usually try to buy frozen fish from Costco or something like that. Sometimes I buy it fresh. Just depends. That's something else you should probably be eating within the first day. But with fish, I usually like to do sauteed spinach on top, feta. I used to work at a seafood restaurant before I was a flight attendant. So I kind of like make my own recipes out of their recipes a little bit. Like I put feta and different types of like goat cheese and spinach on top of the fish. It's so good and so yummy. But you could just do something as simple as like onions and spinach. Okay, I have healthy chicken parm on here. So this is another dish that I bring. I basically take my grilled chicken that I have, and then if I have red gravy, which most people know as spaghetti sauce. So I'm from New Jersey, and I call it gravy. There's a huge battle. You can look it up on Google. If you don't know what I'm talking about, people either call it spaghetti sauce or they call it spaghetti gravy. I call it spaghetti gravy. It's red sauce that's made with meat sauce that's made with meat is gravy so that's why we call it red gravy it's a huge debate anyways spaghetti sauce for anyone that calls it that basically you just want to put some type of pasta sauce on top of the chicken and i usually put sliced mozzarella cheese that comes pre-sliced and you basically have a healthy chicken parm if you heat it up the mozzarella cheese melts and it's healthy because it's not breaded or fried all right, up next for main meal, I have a ground turkey skillet. You're gonna start hearing a lot of ground turkey coming up because that is something else I use just because it's better for you than red meat. So I try to usually sub out ground turkey instead of having red meat. So the ground turkey skillet, I make a lot as well. Like I basically just have these bullet pointed and I'm just telling you off memory what's in them. But Feel free to go check out the recipes, like I said. But basically, it's ground turkey with garlic, onions, red pepper, yellow or red bell pepper, and some seasoning like uh, cumin and chili chili powder, I think, and sweet potato, chopped up sweet potato. So it's really healthy for you, and I really enjoy that. And you could put cilantro and shredded mozzarella cheese on that. Okay, 
Uh, up next, I have homemade soup or canned soup. So if you're pressed for time, you could bring canned soup and you could just rip the paper off the can and stick that in the oven on the airplane. So that's like a kind of little hack as well. Um, but usually I try to make homemade soup, especially in the winter. I, you know what? It doesn't even matter. In the summer, I eat soup. I am a soup person. I don't know if anyone else is like that, but I could eat soup year round. I just love soup because you could like really be versatile with your leftovers and make something out of your leftovers. For instance, there's this delicious recipe I have that I don't think is on the Pinterest board that I am sharing with you, but it's for leftover ham. So if you have ham for Christmas or you have ham for Easter or something like that, it's absolutely delicious. It's, it's like a potato ham spinach soup with Oh, what's the seasoning? Creole seasoning, like from the South. Oh, so delicious. All right, I have salad with toppings. So what I normally do is I will rip up romaine lettuce, mix it with spinach leaf, or I'll have some type of spring mix, and I will wash that, and I'll put it in a Ziploc bag with toppings like feta, red pepper, cucumbers, whatever toppings you like, chickpeas, things like that. I keep the salad dressing separate in a little container that I bring, and then I will usually put one of the pieces of the grilled chicken on it. And I'll usually eat that within the first day because salad is one of those things that turns really quickly, just like the fruits and vegetables. So usually I have that as my first meal if I'm going on a trip, but still easy to bring salad. It just doesn't last that long. Something about being up in the air turns the food really quickly, like bananas, all that stuff. It just goes really quick. I have no idea why, but yeah. All right, up next, some more ground turkey recipes. I have ground turkey meatballs with spiral zucchini. Um, yeah, that is, I also use that if I have leftover red gravy. So that's another kind of meal that makes it seem like you're having pasta, but you're not. It's very healthy. I have ground turkey chili. Oh, chili in the winter and fall months. It's just so good and so easy to make very versatile with recipes so you can make it however you like but like I said I use ground turkey and then I also have a recipe for curry ground turkey which my mom doesn't really like but I love it it's made with curry it has peas in it so it's a little bit different than the other ground turkey recipes that I have so I'm a big fan of that all right moving on to sides I have a lot of veggies here sweet potato green beans brussels sprouts spinach and onion sauteed asparagus grilled zucchini and squash tomato mozzarella and avocado salad quinoa and brown rice edamame and quinoa salad or baked veggies for seasonal veggies like butternut squash red pepper brussels sprouts asparagus a lot of the things I just mentioned but all put them all in one dish with some olive oil salt and pepper but basically, a lot of these veggies are just very easy to make. Sweet potato or any type of potato. So if you don't like sweet potato, if you want baked potato even, red potato, doesn't matter. Poke some holes in it, throw it in the microwave for five minutes, slice it up, and then all you have to do is reheat it in the oven. Very, very easy. You also could just bring it in foil. If you don't have time to meal prep, bring it in foil, and you could stick it in the oven at the beginning of your flight and let it cook for you know a while, and it should cook, but... I would probably pre-cook it just because it's going to be really hard. Things like asparagus or the zucchini and squash, things like that, those you could bake in the oven during the winter months. So it doesn't always have to be grilled, but right now we're in the summertime, so you'll see that I have a lot of grilled stuff on here. But basically, 
olive oil, salt and pepper. Very basic for me. I make it very, very simple and easy to make. The quinoa and brown rice I get from Costco, but you can get it basically from any store. They make a lot of rice that is in microwavable bags that can be made in 90 seconds. So for me, I have my hot logic and I could just heat it in there in the hot logic. You know what I mean? Or you can go to a microwave at your hotel layover and use their microwave and then you have like a, a side dish, you know, for a minute and a half of cooking. So it's really easy. But Things like the tomato mozzarella avocado salad. Avocado is a little iffy sometimes on the plane, kind of turns a little quick, but you really can just do different types of veggie mixtures for your sides, at least I do. And you could just pair them. I don't even think I said broccoli. I do broccoli too. It's really easy. If you're not a veggie person though, I don't know. Obviously this episode isn't for you because this is healthy meal prepping for flight attendants, but yeah. All right, moving on to snacks. So I have no-bake peanut butter protein bars. I love peanut butter, so that's kind of how I get my sweet and kind of like protein and fat going on. Hummus with pretzels or veggies is a huge snack for me. I buy the box that has the individual Kirkland hummus. So that way, like, it's already portioned out. I've also made my own hummus before, so if you're into that, I know I have a coworker, Lexi. She makes her own hummus, like, in this big, giant container. Always so delicious. So lots of flight attendants I know bring hummus just because it is, it's a good snack to bring. It's chickpeas, it's protein, and really doesn't turn. And so... You can dip those with sliced cucumber or sliced red pepper or pretzels is one of my favorite things. I like those everything crisps, the the little tiny, the thin pretzel crisps that come in different flavors and stuff. I like the everything ones, really yummy. I also have on here sliced apples with peanut butter. Obviously bring the apple not sliced so that it doesn't turn and try to slice it on the plane if you have an extra silverware. Also, mixed nuts. This is just huge for me because it's easy and you get a little bit of a salty snack. So I usually just buy from Costco like the large almonds and cashews. And I also love chocolate-covered raisins, which isn't really healthy. But I usually mix them all together and it's kind of like a trail mix. So trail mix is a really good snack because you can buy all the different types of things that you like. And you can basically make it very cater to what you like you could do raisins m&ms you know different things that you like i have cliff bars on here this is something i might just pick up if i'm out of food in the airport just because i find cliff bars are really filling and i use them at festivals so i just have that on here as a snack but basically any type of you know granola bar would be good as a quick snack as well All right, moving on to drinks. I have hot herbal tea. Most flight attendants know this, but if you're new, new hire, tea is so good, especially on the aircraft. Even in the summer, sometimes it can get cold on there, especially for some reason, the international flights on the wide body planes, really, really cold sometimes. And it's nice to have a herbal tea with you. So just pick whatever one you like the best. Smoothies, this is something that I really feel like I need to do more of. 
but you can just basically take a lot of the veggies and fruits I, I mentioned and mix it with almond milk and some ice and have a really nice smoothie that would be healthy for you. I usually just go to Jamba Juice. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's just like one of those nice little airport treats. But if we're trying to save money, you could bring your own, which brings me to something that I want to ask you guys. If you have that portable blender, like it's like a bullet or something, it's a portable blender, please let me know how that is, especially in the comments on YouTube, since you can comment there. Let me know or feel free to DM me on Instagram. But just curious if any flight attendants listening, listening out there have the portable blender because not like I have enough room to bring it with me. I have so much stuff already, but I'm just curious because it might be something I'm interested in. I also have on here homemade protein shakes. So for my protein, I told you before for the banana zucchini protein muffins, I told you I would let you know what my protein powder is. So I use ProGym, Jim spelt J-Y-M. So Basically, this is a protein by Jim Stepani. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but he's a bodybuilder. He's also a doctor, and he's basically created a protein that is backed by science, and it's made of four different proteins that can be used anytime during the day, whereas other proteins, you might only want to use them at night, or you might only want to use them before a workout, things like that. I love his protein. I don't I don't think it tastes bad at all plain either, but I use it in those muffins that I told you about, and it really makes a difference. When I make the muffins without the protein, they taste different. Like, it really is good. Like, there's egg whites in his protein and other different types of protein, and I've kind of been following some of his fitness regiments for a while, like when I do high-intensity training for cardio in between my reps and things like that. A lot of those are his program, so... I just really trust him. He is a doctor and he has done a lot of research in order to create this protein. So that's the protein I use. You're welcome to use any protein you want, of course. And yeah, that's pretty much it as far as like the staples that I bring. Sometimes I switch it up. Sometimes there's other things that I bring. But for the most part, those are what I bring a lot. As you could tell, since I was freestyling this and talking about them, like you could tell I know what's in the recipes because I make them so much. But if you have any suggestions, um, yeah, I would love your suggestions. If you have any, of course, always looking for new ideas, just drop them in the comments if you're watching on YouTube or feel free to DM me at WT Flight Radio on Instagram or you could tweet me on Twitter, message me, whatever you want. Now, if you truly feel like if you don't have the time to make these recipes, an alternative, like I said, to grilling the chicken would be to bake it in the oven. You could also do slow cooker recipes, so things like you know, I don't know, stews or any type of slow cooker recipe you can find where you could just plug it in and let it cook while you're doing other things around the house. Or if you feel like you're not a great cook, a lot of those recipes are easy because you just put it in there and it kind of does its own thing. You know what I mean? You don't really have to do it yourself. So that's a suggestion for you. The hot logic that I've mentioned several times before, I bring that on my work trips and it also can cook raw food. So yeah, I think you would need a lot more time if you're going to bring raw food with you. But if you bring like say a frozen piece of chicken or one of those individual frozen pieces of fish from Costco, like I said, you could bring that, let it defrost in your lunch bag and then cook it in your hot logic. So there's a lot of things you could do if you don't have the time to meal prep, but I highly recommend that you meal prep to save money. 
Um, speaking of the hot logic though, I don't want you to forget that I'm going to do a giveaway once I reach 100 subscribers on the YouTube channel for what the flight radio, not my brand, uh, for what the flight radio, once I reach hundred subscribers, I'm going to be giving away a hot logic. So if you are not subscribed already, head on over to YouTube and subscribe because I'm going to do a giveaway once I reach 100 subscribers there. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and we will be back to wrap up the episode with Aviation News. All right, I am back for Aviation News. Up first, I have Virgin Atlantic and Delta Airlines have confirmed in a joint statement that they are returning to London Heathrow Terminal 3 starting July 15th. It has been closed for over a year due to the pandemic, at least for them it has been. Um, So they have just announced that, and basically I saw a lot of tweets regarding that. So that's why I have it on here as the first thing. Up next, I have 22 passengers and six crew feared dead after communication was lost. So there was a crash of an engine prop plane, a AN-26 twin engine prop plane in Russia's far east. I do hope they find survivors, but that was another one that was popping up a lot. Uh, I also have here, a couple days ago was National Hawaii Day. So on July 5th, 1959, Hawaii became the 50th state in the United States. So happy National Hawaii Day. Okay, this next one's kind of funny. Two birds get stuck in a United aircraft during boarding from Hawaii to Newark. So I just feel like, what? (laughs) Like, how does that happen? But it actually does happen a lot. A lot of times birds will get stuck in airports because they will land on the jet bridge when an aircraft isn't hooked up to it. Like if it's just a jet bridge hanging out there, birds will go down the jet bridge. And then when the agent opens the door, they somehow get into the terminal. And then somehow once boarding starts, they'll get back onto the jet bridge. And so apparently that's what happened here. Apparently, two little birds got stuck on this aircraft. Poor things. I do think that they got them off, according to a video, but just thought that was interesting. All right. Up next, you guys. I don't know if you're ready for this. Oh, my God. I read this. My mouth dropped. Flying car completes 35-minute flight between Slovakian airports, turning sci-fi into reality. Wow. So the air car created by Stefan Klein is a convertible flying car that can transform from car to aircraft in 135 seconds. The prototype air car created by Slovakian company Klein Vision flew for 35 minutes between Nitra and Brastavlala. I definitely butchered that, (laughs) but flew between those two airports before reverting into a car on touchdown the retractable winged vehicle is equipped with a bmw engine and can carry up to two passengers air car can reach speeds up to 190 kilometers per hour which is 118 miles per hour and has been flown at 250 meters or 8200 feet for test flights The future of flying seems promising as General Motors, Airbus, Intel, and Boeing are all among others to invest in vertical takeoff landing, better known as EVOL, EVOL, 
aircraft in recent years with drones large enough to transport human passengers. Major companies are increasing interest in car and aerospace space, insisting that flying cars are a part of our future and claiming that such vehicles will play a key role in reducing congestion globally. This article, just so you know, was sourced from Travel Daily, Daily, TravelDailyMedia.com. I do want to credit them. Wow. <laughs> that is so insane, you guys. Flying cars. I feel like, remember Back to the Future when they thought 2020 there was going to be flying cars, but the flying De- DeLorean, all that. I just cannot. Oh my gosh. I hope to live to see flying cars. That is just so insane. Wow. It's really going to be interesting if you're going to need a pilot's license for that. I don't really know. It just seems so cool. I couldn't even believe it. Wow. And 35 minutes, right? That's what it was. Let me see. Yeah. Flew 35 minutes, this flying car. So cool. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I'm going to leave off with that one. There was not much drama in the air this past week. Whew, I have my fingers crossed here because I'm telling you in past episodes, Aviation News was getting uh, pretty hectic with some of the the drama in the skies lately with passengers and flight attendants, kind of scary a little bit. But anyways, I'm going to leave off on that one because it is so super dope flying car. And I'm going to be right back as we prepare for our arrival. All right, you guys, we have arrived at the end of this episode. Thanks so much for joining me. Please, please, please don't forget to rate on Apple Podcasts and give me a written review. I would love to hear your feedback. Please share this episode like you would share drama on the jump seat for all my flight crew out there. You know what to do. You know what to do. I greatly appreciate all of you tuning in and listening and sharing Please, if you enjoy the episode, please share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it so I could reshare it. It would be greatly appreciated. You could also tweet it. Do do it up. Just send it to people in text messages. You know, whatever you want to do, boo, please help me out. I would love, love, love it. And I will see you in next week's episode. Thanks so much once again for checking out What the Flight Radio. Bye.